I'm Rick Nelson, and on behalf of AASHTO's Committee on Maintenance, their Maintenance Operations Technical Working Group, and the Winter Maintenance Technical Service Program, formerly known as SICOP, SICOP Talks Winter Ops is proud to host this fourth national winter maintenance and road weather briefing. These briefings provide the organizations working in the severe weather and maintenance operations space an opportunity to showcase their efforts to help you achieve your winter maintenance and operations mission. This briefing features Craig Bargfried of the Iowa Department of Transportation and Chair of Clear Roads. Hi, Craig. Good morning, Rick. Craig, before we get started, tell us a little about yourself and how you came to be with Clear Roads. Sure. Uh, I've been uh, employed with the Iowa Department of Transportation in this position for about 10 years. Prior to that, I served for 34 years in the Army, and I also had a short stint with the Iowa Emergency Management. And uh, you've been a member of Clear Roads for quite a while, as I recall. I think our first Clear Roads meeting was uh, the exact same meeting uh, way back in Des Moines. In Kansas City, actually. Oh, Kansas City. Kansas City. Yeah. After the meeting, I gave you and Lee a ride back to uh, Ames. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. That's that's that was when the big handoff took place. Absolutely. So, Craig, what's going on in Clear Roads lately? I'm very happy to be here to talk a little bit about Clear Roads and the various projects that we have going on within Clear Roads. So as as we said, uh, I'm the chair of Clear Roads, and we're going to talk a little bit about what Clear Roads is today and, and the various things that Clear Roads is doing to support winter operations. So first of all, Clear Roads is made up of 39 states. As you can see, primarily the snow belt states, but we do have a few of our southern states that have joined us as well. Clear Roads is a consortium that uh, annual membership is $25,000, and typically those funds come out of SPR funds that we all pool these resources together to do research. And <clears throat> so our core activities mainly focused at winter operations. We get into uh, various materials, various pieces of equipment, different methodologies, but our ultimate goal is to be able to to come up with innovative techniques and technologies, and then to ensure that we're able to transfer those technologies to practical use by uh, various DOTs and other agencies across the country. Here's our website, www.clearroads.org. This is where you can go to to find out all the information that Clear Roads is working on. It has all the information on completed projects from very first beginning of Clear Roads a number of years ago. It also gives information on projects that are currently uh, underway or ongoing. It also lists some other training tools, Uh, meeting minutes, winter maintenance, uh, various newsletters, and other information that agencies can use uh, or apply to their winter operation. Well, first of all, I'm going to share a few of the projects that we have that are just getting underway. Clear Roads meets twice a year, and in the spring, we typically review, discuss, and then vote on projects that we're going to put forward for uh, for research projects. 
I'm going to cover a few of those projects with you right now. So first of all, uh, we have a project that's going to be focused on producing videos that can be used as public service announcements. These very short videos will be hosted on our Clear Roads website, and agencies have the ability to pull these videos down and use them in their communications and messaging, uh, depending upon which situation or which message they want to get out to the public. The next, the next project that we have there is, is one that's kind of focused on budgets and economic value of snow and ice operations. The goal of this project is to provide a comparison of winter operations costs and compare that to the benefits that we achieve by expending the dollars that we do on winter operations. Next project we have is one that's a continuation, if you will, or an update to a project that we completed back in 2014. And that is to look at the impact that new capital projects have on uh, snow and ice control operations. Then the next project is more of an environmental project, and that is one that we would uh, look at gathering information on roadway temperatures and chloride usage, and then to either prove or disprove the assumption that vegetation management adjacent to roadways does or does not have a direct effect on solar radiation and potential chloride use. The next project that we have that is going to be underway is another continuation project, and this is focused on the entry-level driver's training project that we completed a couple years ago. <clears throat> this project that we're going to be underway here is to develop a computer-based training module just strictly focused on the theory portion of ELDT. Next one is a synthesis project that we have. That The goal of this one is to gather best practices, gather policies from various DOTs. Many DOTs across the country are using cameras and videos, and they're capturing this uh, out of their uh, plow trucks. And so we're looking at gathering the information on these best practices to be able to help those entities that are looking at going into uh, cameras and videos and figuring out the, the ins and outs and the policies of those, uh, capturing those videos, capturing those photos, uh, talking about storage issues, talking about retention issues, and then dissemination of those videos or uh, photos. The next project we have coming up is Brian making best practices. Uh, during our meetings and, and in between meetings, there's a lot of discussion back and forth between states on Brian, Brian usage. And so this is a synthesis that will be gathering best practices from across the state. Everything from equipment use to uh, types of equipment to costs to maintenance to other lessons learned, if you will, for those states that have big brine programs. Uh, the next one is talking about the use of, of unmanned aerial vehicles for winter operations. 
And this, again, is to collect best practices and use cases for states that have have not gotten into this area and may be considering getting into the use of UAVs for winter ops. Another ongoing initiative that we have is our annual survey of the states. This survey is a pretty lengthy list of information about material usage, equipment, weather data that we've been accumulating over the past uh, eight nine years, I believe we were at. States can then use this information to go in and compare how they are doing as to some of their neighboring states. And again, try to drive home and, and figure out some of the best practices that states are using in their winter operations programs. Another ongoing project we have is the qualified products list. This originally was developed and managed by the Pacific Northwest Snowfighters or PNS group. Recently, within the last couple of years, that uh, uh, the responsibility for that list has shifted from PNS over to ClearRoads. And so ClearRoads has accepted the responsibility of managing this qualified products list and managing all of the day-to-day -day activities associated with this qualified products list. Vendors, if they are interested in submitting products to be added to the qualified product list, they can go to our website and find out information on how to submit their products for testing and approval. Another ongoing initiative is ClearRoads partnering with AASHTO to help laboratories improve and standardize their testing protocols for winter materials used in anti-icing and de-icing applications. Our overall goal is to improve the quality of the test standards, the materials, and the technician competency at these labs that evaluate solid and liquid de-icing products. Another ongoing initiative that many uh, agencies uh, have the opportunity to look at is our online equipment database. And what this is, many states continue to do some of their own research on various pieces of equipment. And what they do is they take the results of what they found from this research on these various pieces of equipment, and they put it in this database. So areas that we look at uh, vary everywhere from plows, blades, cameras, brine makers, GPS AVL systems, de-icing chemicals, sensors, truck lighting, and equipment used on windshield and windshield wipers. Again, each state has the opportunity to add information that they have found out through their own research to this database, and it is available for any agency to look at and help them uh, kind of gather information prior to them uh, purchasing or looking at these pieces of equipment. Currently, we have many projects that are in various stages of, uh, of progress. Uh, as you can see, the, the topics here range quite, quite extensively, everything from checking on information for de-icers to GIS, salt design templates, training, and GPS AVL data. 
some additional pro, uh, projects that we have uh, underway or soon to be awarded. And again, looking at uh, pre-wedding rates, dealing with brine, uh, additives and de-icer salts. And then the use of dashboards is another one that has come, come to light that we're gathering best practices and use cases for agencies out there that are using dashboards in their operations. A couple of recently completed projects. First of all, our project 2020, the understanding of the uh, sodium chloride phase diagram. The objective of this project was to provide winter maintenance professionals with a better understanding of the sodium chloride phase diagram and how brines with salt concentrations higher or lower than 23.3% will behave on the, on the roadway. Uh, we, we, as an example here at the Iowa DOT, used the information that was uh, developed during this program and applied it to some of our operations as we updated our rate use chart here this past winter season. Another recently completed project was evaluation of stockpiles. As you talk about issues that each one of us face across the country, managing and knowing what exactly we have for salt in our stockpiles is a challenge that we all face. And so this project evaluated three solutions using LIDAR, a mounted photogrammetry, and an unmanned aerial system with an onboard camera to uh, test out the ability to measure stockpiles uh, in, in various facilities. GPS AVL is another topic that is very near and dear to all of our hearts. Uh, you know, we look at the, at the saying that you can't manage it if you can't measure it. And so GPS allows us to, to really measure those various aspects of winter operations. This uh, project was one that looked at the expansion of GPS, not only into winter operations, but into non-winter maintenance activities and showing the potential and the benefits for utilizing this technology in non-winter operations. Another recently completed project was one that evaluated electric vehicle technology and alternative fuels. The goal of this project was to provide agencies with a thorough understanding of the available technologies and the related operational considerations that would be impacted by a transition to a fleet that was powered by electric vehicle technology or alternative fuels. Each one of these projects that I have just reviewed with you, if you are interested in, in gathering more information or finding more out about this project, all of this information, as you can see, is posted on our Clear Roads webpage. Another area is winter driving safety. And this is information that really is focused towards the traveling public. DOTs, other agencies can link to this web portion of our webpage to be able to provide information and resources to assist drivers and the traveling public in their preparations for the winter season.
Training is another area that we really focus a lot of our efforts on. As you can see, we have a number of training modules that cover all aspects of winter maintenance. Uh, this source is focused on uh, plow operators and on supervisor training. These modules typically contain a comprehensive PowerPoint presentation, an instructor guide, and a student evaluation. So it's pretty much a complete package that agencies can take, maybe modify it a little bit to fit their needs, but then uh, uh, it really, really solves the issue or problem for agencies that uh, uh, don't have the time or resources to actually develop uh, the training that they need prior to winter operations. If you're interested in, in accessing or learning more about the supervisor or snowplow operator training materials that we have available. As you can see, we have listed on the slide contact information for Greg Whaley, who is our Clear Roads Administrator, and he'd be able to help you with uh, getting access to any of those materials that you're looking for. And speaking of uh, training, uh, we had a very successful project that was completed here recently that was focused at the entry-level driver training program. This requirement was a federal motor carrier requirement that uh, uh, we were able to develop training materials and resources to allow agencies to provide entry-level commercial driver's license trainings uh, that complies with federal motor, motor carrier regulations. These materials are uh, free of charge and again, Greg Wadley is our best point of contact to uh, uh, request these infra, uh, training materials. There's also a request form located on our website. And again, speaking of our website, www.clearroads.org is the URL that will get you to our website. And all of the information that we just covered here today would be available to you on that website. Sounds like you guys have got uh, an awful lot, uh, a lot of irons in the fire there, Craig. Well, you know, we have, uh, as we talked about up front here, 39, with 39 members, we have a lot of ideas. We have a lot of challenges. We each have similar challenges, but we have some unique challenges as well. And so the, it's, it's been really satisfying to see the growth of this group and to see the various projects that have been brought to the table for discussion and, and actually gone into contracting and into an actual research project. Yeah, sorry to cut you off there, but, no. but I think, you know, there's there's so much good stuff that Clear Roads has got going on. Uh, you've just like skimmed over the over the, the surface, if you will. The high points. Yeah. Yeah. So for agencies that are members of Clear Roads, if you're not real familiar with Clear Roads and the things that we provide, uh, go to our website and there is information there as to who each state representative uh, is. Uh, you can reach out to that person and talk to them about uh, some of the research that we just uh, uh, reviewed with everyone. We can talk about uh, potential ideas or suggestions for future research ideas. We're always open and willing to listen to, to various problems, various issues that uh, you may have out there. And 
hopefully we can come to a, a resolution or learn or, you know, develop a, a product or a best practice type of uh, guide to help you solve that problem. And so in closing, I really thank, thank you, Rick, and thank you for the time to share more about Clear Roads and the things that Clear Roads is doing and what we have to offer. Uh, I've listed on here my email address along with uh, Greg's. Uh, again, Greg is our administrator. He works for CTC and Associates. He is one of the best points of contact for the website and any information dealing with any of these projects that we have just talked about today. Yeah. Craig, I, I've got a question for you. Um, when you're, you were talking about all the different training programs, uh, different training programs that you have there. Do you have to be a Clear Roads member to, uh, to access that training material? You know, the best thing about that is you do not have to be a Clear Roads member. Any agency, if you have uh, any type of interest or involvement in winter operations, any agency has the ability to gain access to those materials and utilize them for their needs. The only thing we ask is that, uh, you know, you please uh, continue to use the Clear Roads logo on some of the materials and whatnot. Right. Have that have that attribution there. Correct. You know, we've, uh, PSYCOP and, and Clear Roads has enjoyed a, a great working relationship. You know, Craig, as you were going through and listing some of those projects, I, I was thinking back to some of the, um, some of the podcast episodes that we had done where we get together with a researcher or the, uh, the project champion and, uh, really get into some, 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 uh, deep discussions about how things, played out and, and how things came to be. And, and uh, I want to thank you and Clear Roads for allowing us to tap into that, that resource and share that knowledge. Oh, absolutely. Uh, we consider it a, a quite, quite a bit of a benefit for all the agencies across the country, not only the DOTs, but cities and counties as well. The information that we gather and share and the information that we gain through these various research projects, uh, the, the benefit to all of us is just it's, it's phenomenal. Right. And, and you know, to, to continue on with that uh, knowledge sharing, uh, Craig, what we're going to do is we'll put your contact information in the show notes. We'll put them uh, below in this video. So if anybody out there uh, watching or listening wants to learn more about uh, what's happening with Clear Roads? They'll be able to reach out, uh, surf the web, and and get more information. Absolutely, I'd be more than happy to share uh, any information, answer any questions that uh, anyone may have regarding winter operations and Clear Roads. Well, Craig, thanks uh, so much for giving us the uh, the update here on Clear Roads. Thank you for the opportunity. I appreciate it very much. Until next time. Thanks for tuning in and stay safe out there.